Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey everybody, Glenn Tompkins, and welcome to our YouTube channel. Today we're going to talk about the market crash. Is this really a market crash, or what's going on in the background? I'm here to put some perspective on what's really going on behind the scenes and how to look at it going into the future. If you're interested in what I found out, you sit right there. Hello, everybody. Glenn Tompkins, Senior Instructor here at VectorVest. Welcome to our YouTube channel. If you're brand new to the channel, I invite you to click the subscribe button, subscribe to our channel, hit the bell icon so that you'll be alerted when new content like this comes out. And most of all, hit the like button, especially if you found this information useful that you can walk away and start utilizing this information right now hit the like button, and of course, comment down below to let me know what you think and what your thoughts are in regards to what's going on in the market. All right, so every time the market goes down, somebody's out there saying, oh my gosh, you guys are putting out another video if the market is crashing or not. This time, I really wanna take a deeper perspective as to what's going on, what's going on with the Fed, what's going on with perception amongst the people out there in regards to what they think. So let's start off with my web stories. So there's three things that I think that are affecting the market adversely right now. We have inflation, still know that inflation is hot and heavy. We have the tapering of bonds. That's going to be a big catalyst, whether you know it or not. That's going to be a big catalyst in understanding if the market's going to continue to move down or not. And last but not least, the COVID Delta variant is going to play heavy on the perception of what's going on in the market. So the first story here is the Fed is closing in on the taper, but there's still a lot the market economy still can't know for sure. So it is letting us know that there's some semblance of ambiguity as to what's going on after right now. But the Fed is closing in on the taper, which is very important. The Fed is going to taper soon enough, according to the Fed officials, just about uh, every market expert. The only question is when the policy shift starts. When the market has now moved from being dovish to hawkish. And again, that's going to play a role. Inflation, which has been a key factor in arguments for and against the Fed moving quicker, has slowed on the consumer side of pricing, but remains red hot in the housing and rental markets and among producers among uh, amid global supply uh, chain bottlenecks. So we're talking about the chips, talking about a lot of different things that are not able to get in and out of countries because of what's going on with the pandemic. Next story I have is the Fed chair, Powell, sigh, voice emoji, um, was speaking on the econ- uh, economic outlook next week. So he's going to spread or uh, shed some more light as to what their thoughts are in regards to tapering. And again, I think the words coming up of raising interest rates is going to start to surface if it hasn't already. I think personally that the Fed is going to have to raise rates, interest rates, quicker than they said they were going to because inflation is still running hot. Now, 
A couple of different things from this perspective. Treasury yields rise slightly amid the Delta variant uncertainty and the Fed taper discussion. So I wanted to put together a little something for you in regards to uh, the, the, uh, the yield for the bonds. What is the yield? The rate of return or yield required by investors for loaning their money to the government is determined by supply and demand. So when you buy a bond, you buy it, you're actually buying the debt, uh, our debt, our country's debt. And after it matures, after the, after the bond matures, you get it back a little bit of interest. So it's not a blockbuster trade, but it's something as a good faith is saying, thank you for buying the debt. Um, we're going to give you back all your money along with the small interest. If the demand for treasuries is low, the treasury yield increases to compensate for the lower demand. When demand is low, investors are willing to pay are, are willing to pay an amount below per value. So with the Fed buying the debt or buying the bonds, um, they're just buying the bonds. So the bond rate or yield can stay low from that perspective because they're saying, listen, we're going to keep the economy going. We're going to buy the debt. We're going to buy the bonds. And they were doing it at a tune of about $120 billion a month. If they start tapering back, who else is going to buy the debt? Who's going to buy the bonds? In order for people like you or me to buy bonds, they're going to have to raise the, uh, the bond yield. Once that happens, then... Um, it makes it more attractive for people to buy. The market is all about the, the fight between the bond market and the stock market. Money goes where money grows. If I can get a good bond yield in regards to buying the bonds, I'm going to take my money out of the stock market and go buy bonds in the bond market, right? Because I'm going to get a bigger, a bigger return on my money. But if the Fed kept buying it, keeping the rates low so people wouldn't buy them, they're going to put their money in the stock market. So this could affect the stock market adversely as they start to tapering off. So let's go to the next thing. The 10-year Treasury yield serves as a vital economic uh, benchmark and influences many other interest rates. When the 10-year yield goes up, so do mortgage rates and other borrowing weights. Uh, the 10-year Treasury yield also impacts the rate at which companies can borrow money. Mm -hmm. So if it's going to affect my ability to do business, it's going to affect the market. It's going to affect companies. The company's price going up or going down is going to be affected by this. Now, there are a number of economic factors that impact, uh, impact Treasury yields, such as interest rates. Again, interest rates are still low. Inflation is still high in economic growth. <clears throat> This is where we talk about GDP. GDP is rising from last year, but that's in respect to how well it did last year during, during the uh, pandemic. So it's still rising from last year, but I'm looking at the GDP number going, hmm, is it really, really, really going? Well, the GDP has grown over the last year, and all of these factors tend to influence each other as well. So I wanted to give a little um, background behind that for those people who don't truly understand the real effect of what's going on with the tapering of the bonds. That's going to be a big catalyst. And as that happens, bond yields are going to rise. And as they rise, people may be starting to take their money out of the stock market. So when I talk about 
if the market is crashing or not, that could be a big factor in showing the stock market going down because people taking money out of the market. All right, let's get now into the VectorVest software. I have the VectorVest composite. I have, which looks at the movement of 8,900 stocks. I have the Dow Jones. I have the SPY and I have the Qs. I'm going to take my camera off for just a second so you can see all of these. So this is what all of the major indices are doing. The VectorVest composite fell for five days in a row. I have a 20-day exponential moving average currently below it. Nice up day today. The Dow, look at all of these graphs. All of these graphs are moving higher. Guess what? The market can't go up forever and slowly but surely the market's going to have to pull back. But are we in a bullish or a bearish market? I'm going to answer that question in a second. Today's uh, nice update in the Dow right at the 20-day exponential moving average. Here's the NASDAQ or the Qs uh, sitting at a bouncing off the level of support. Now back above the level of uh, the 20-day exponential moving average. would like to see it take out the high. And the S&P 500 clearly now above the 500, uh, the, uh, the 20-day exponential moving average. would like to see it take out the high. The only indicator that's really below and starting to rise up is the VVC. Remember, the Dow tracks 30 stocks, the S&P tracks 500 stocks, the NASDAQ tracks about 4,300 stocks. We feel that this is a better representation of the broad market move. But no matter which one you look at, they are all moving higher. And again, markets can't go high forever. All right, I'm going to put my camera back on. I'm going to talk about whether or not we're in a bullish <coughs> or bearish market. I'm going to go to a different graph, something we call the market climate graph. Let's go see what's going on with the market climate, where we look at the earnings on the S&P 500, and we have an indicator called the ETI, or earnings trend indicator. Are the earnings for the S&P 500 trending higher or lower? When it's above uh, the value of one, we're in a bull market. And when it's below the value of one, like it did back here in 2020, we're in a bear market. But this is the graph of the aggregate earnings of the S&P, all of the stocks in the S&P 500, rising. The earnings trend indicator, rising. I looked at fact set uh, for the most recent earnings quarter right now. Um, still, like 89% of the companies reporting have positive earnings, and like 69 or 70% of the companies reporting have beat or um, <clears throat> been in line with revenue. The other side of that is, what is forward guidance saying? Now, with the Delta variant and with a lot of other things playing in play right now, jobs, uh, people not working, a lot of these companies' forward earnings may not look so positive. And when we look at the earnings, it's all about perception. As a, as a community, as an investment community, do we still perceive the earnings to run higher going into the future? Well, if these other things that we talked about, the tapering, inflation, COVID, uh, Delta variant, a lot of these things could weigh heavy on the perception of what these earnings are looking like. But right now, we're still in a bull market. Earnings are still rocking and rolling. All right. So with that, we're going to have some pullbacks even in a bull market. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. And that's what I think is going on right now. <clears throat> As the Fed is becoming more hawkish, that's really going to start to become the catalyst as to 
further potential of market pullbacks or a correction or a recession, any of those things. All right. Uh, And the Fed's going to have to pull out of their bag of tricks something to offset what's going on with inflation and something to offset when they start to tapering back on the bond buying. Again, money goes where money grows. So this was all about the perspective of what's going on behind the scenes. I'm not predicting doom or gloom that the market's just going to fall off the face of the earth. As you saw it with today's activity, we have an update, so we have a little bit of a reprise. But markets can't go up forever, and all it's looking for now really is a catalyst to take a break. It's running a race, and it's getting tired. It needs something to take a break. So with that, take it as it may. If you like the information that you saw here, again, don't forget to hit the like button. If you've got something to say about this video, by all means, in the comments, please do let me know. I will tell you that I'm not an economist. I'm utilizing the VectorVest software. I'm utilizing the stories that I find on on the internet to help to bring this kind of information to you so that you can segment through it. And because a lot of people are going to have videos out there on YouTube, the market is crashing, blah, blah, blah. I'm not doing that. I want to stay focused. I want to keep you focused on what's truly going on. And that's what we do here. Folks, this video is over. And until the next time I see you, have a great day. See ya. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.